Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist? type A hyper performer, then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. Today, we are talking about how to stop letting people push your buttons. Something I hear often from perfectionists when they come to coach with me, they'll say their boss really pushed their buttons. Or their mother-in-law said to them, is that all you're doing? Their competitive button was pushed. You heard that someone was upset with you, so your people-pleasing button was pushed. Your partner put the dishes in the dishwasher the wrong way. Your controlling button was pushed. There is a difficult conversation that you need to have, so your avoiding button is pushed. You don't want your screenplay to get rejected. So your procrastinating button is on and you're going to take another writing workshop. We all have our buttons and it's like the wrong button to push. And that right there, we know that as perfectionists, we do not like being wrong. But that right there, that's the problem. You can't expect anybody else to quit pushing your buttons until you are ready to get leverage of your own perfectionism and that you begin to push your own correct buttons. No wonder people can find your buttons because most of us, and this was me before I learned how to rewire and leverage my own perfectionism, is like, You have your buttons beautifully displayed on this gold platter for everyone. That happens when you're not trying to take charge of generating your own happiness on a regular basis, and you aren't even trying to figure out how to leverage your perfectionism. How this shows up is you start to project your perfectionism the maladaptive sides of perfectionism. An example of that, in order for your kids not to push your buttons, they need to behave a certain way. So that would be behavioral perfectionism. Or everyone in your family needs to be grateful and appreciative for the Sunday family meals that you cook. And if they don't, then that really pushes your button. That's like emotional perfectionism. When you are saying that emotionally there is one very much like boxed in. When you have a plan and you are more attached to the plan more than the outcome, and you believe the outcome can only happen if your checklist gets done in the order that you prescribed it in, that would be process perfectionism. I don't think anyone goes around and you're like, here's my button, please press it. 
Some people might call them triggers. I find buttons is a more digestible way for it to go down. The biggest button pusher of them all can be ourselves. The things that we say to ourselves or the things that we do to ourselves. The biggest difference that I have learned is that like I no longer allow my inner dialogue to push my buttons anymore. Or even my own observations, aesthetic perfectionism used to be a really big trigger for me. Like I couldn't leave the house unless things looked a certain way. I couldn't leave the office. I would create so much anxiety for myself. My anxious analysis paralysis button would get pushed when things weren't a certain way. And so now there will still be lots of observations and those perfectionistic tendencies that I know are not healthy will still, you know, I still hear the siren cry. And the difference is, is that like I rewired it. I counteract that by having my own set, my own correct buttons that I push. And when it's like, oh, there's too many dishes in the sink, you shouldn't go outside. That's something that like my perfectionist brain will say. And instead I'll be like, look, we're eating. This is a life well lived and we're going on a hike right now. A huge, huge part of why I'm able to do this and why you're probably not, you don't have a fully stacked deck. Meaning that you are not in the most powerful place When you wake up, you are not playing the power perfectionist game. You're not getting your points in on your key pillars before you leave the house. I wake up and I design my day. I'm hitting my four key pillars before I do anything else. So no matter what comes at me, like I already, it's like my buttons are no longer exposed. But when you're not doing that and you just wake up and you roll over and you look at your phone and you just begin reacting, you just you're just reacting to your day and or you press snooze and you don't go, you know, you don't do any meditation and you don't get a workout in and you're really rushed and you forgot this thing. It's no wonder that's happening because if you're not getting yourself powered up, And the most fun way to do that is through making it a game. When you're not doing that, when you're not getting your points in early in the day, then you're playing at a deficit because people are going to push your buttons. Like they're going to, that's just going to happen. And if you are not leveraging your perfectionism, and if you are not coming from the most powerful, powerful place, getting in your key pillars in the morning, people are going to push your buttons, especially if you put them on display. Those are not the only buttons that you have in your life. You also have these correct buttons that you can push for yourself to like make things. It's like, oh, this is my calm the fuck down button. This is my stop overthinking button. This is my decisive AF. You can have yours, I'm an empowered perfectionist button. You can be like, I'm going to find the solution in this right now button. Like they're either, I know those are lame names for buttons. You can create all those buttons for yourself. The difference is, is that like, you don't have any of those tuned in to yourself. The importance of the perfectionism rewired accelerator is if you press all the buttons at once, the system will jam, which is why you have me by your side curating the frameworks to work with your unique flavor of perfectionism instead of against it. If you're ever talking about buttons and people pushing your buttons, like you have got to have the right 
buttons in place for yourself. And that starts with building a strong foundation. And that's what we do when we play the game with those four pillars. And you get used to looking at your powerful buttons. I call them power-ups in the game. You get to know them and that you are accessing them on a regular basis. A question that I got from a client during a session this past week was, well, what button can I push so that I recognize the small wins that I'm making? Their I'm not doing enough button was like easily push. The coaching that I gave them and what I want to give to you, if you want to have that I want to be really proud of myself button, I want to feel like I'm doing enough button is write down all of the small things that you are getting done each day. Another reason why the gamification that we do inside of coaching is so clutch because you are able to capture your four wins that you got done each day. Even if you're not coaching with me yet, you can still do this for yourself. You can still write down. It's important to write it down. It activates a different part of your brain. These are the four things that are improving. Because what you're doing there, like when you join the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator and play to win and have it all, you are teaching your perfectionist brain where you want it to get focused on. Most perfectionists I meet have these perfectionistic tendencies that are out of control. It's like this raging perfectionism. Your brain has just been unsupervised and then you are pissed because it's not going the direction that you want to and you feel like it's uncooperative, just like having a toddler and then you being mad at your toddler because it doesn't know how to behave. But like you've never taught your toddler how to behave. So it's like no wonder why your kid is acting like an asshole every time you take him to the store. You're being like, I don't understand why my kid is going wild and just pulling everything off the shelves. And it's like, well, because you've never sat them down and said, this is how we behave. It's like, no, we're not playing in the street today. No, we don't hit other people. We just don't do that. It's the same when it comes to your perfectionistic tendencies. The way that the rest of the self-improvement industry and every other perfectionism expert, the way they prescribe for us to overcome our perfectionism is to just like put it in a drawer. Can you imagine that? If you had a child and instead of actually like working with them and helping them grow and learn and teaching them things, you just like locked them in a room. Like eventually the kid is going to grow up and it's going to be strong enough and it's going to bust out of that room and it's going to be like Mowgli. It's the same thing with your perfectionism. I used to be this way. The skill of muscling it, trying to like arm wrestle or to reject and to cut off that part of yourself when it comes to your perfectionism and your perfectionistic tendencies, that doesn't work. It, it doesn't work it, and it's exhausting. Why spend that energy fighting yourself when this ferocious part of you, this Ferrari drive is actually what is designed to help you soar and to help you fly high and to be a mover and shaker and change agent in this world? In order to do that, you need to get the motor so it is work. You need to be working with the waves and learn how to ride the waves instead of just like getting caught up in the undertow. If you no longer want to have anyone push your buttons, instead of going by default, you are designing every day and you are coming from the most powerful and prolific place because you are playing the game of life, which means that you are advancing all four key pillars, your personal growth, your presence in your relationships, your prosperity, 
and your overall inner peace. If you are down with that, then go CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator to check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator today. This is so cheesy, but I'm going to keep it in. The only button that I want you guys to be pushing is play to join the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator.